Indoor cycling, Zwift, racing, parenting. We cover those and all of our hopes and dreams in between. Welcome to the Talk Dirty to Me podcast, an entertaining look into the lives of everyday people trying to achieve virtual cycling glory from our basements and garages from around the world. This podcast is rooted in Zwift and has evolved into found friendships, fitness, health, and a little sprinkle of humor. This may be one of the only podcasts where a little heavy breathing shouldn't scare you away because we're riding our bikes while we're recording it. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? We're in, we're in that summer vacation mode. Good. What we've affectionately referred to as lake time for Drew. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back because we have Craig with us today. Craig, how are you, buddy? We, uh, All right. we got him back because he did some really cool stuff recently. Really for like, what, the last six months, he's been crushing it. Wait, wait, yeah, 35-ish years, 36-ish years, you've been crushing it? 36, 36, yeah. 36, there you go. So, let's see, reaching back, first of all, let's bypass that for a second. Craig, tell us about yourself. All right, well, Craig, um, 36. Waffles. Um yeah, so I lived in Belgium when I was little. I got a nickname of Waffle in high school. So that was my Discord name. So that's how I was first introduced to everybody was as Waffle. Um, let's see. Zwifting. Started Zwifting. I was initially part of the beta back in like 2015. But it was dumb because there was nobody on it. And so I just kept doing my trainer road workouts on my dumb trainer. Um, fast forward several years, and I uh, had a couple kids, stopped working out, got fat. And then with COVID lockdowns, I wasn't committed to work anymore. I had some free time on my hands, so I started working out again. I was just running, and then I got hurt running. So I decided to try the old Zwift thing out again. And that was like May of 2021, a little over a year ago. Got back on Zwift and started just doing rides and started doing Friday Sprint Palooza, some of the dirt badge hunts. Ended up doing the main dirt Discord. And then when the fall DRL season was going around almost a year ago, a little less than a year ago, um, you know, I was like, oh, five, five o'clock, that's, that's the time that I need. So I got put on the e-cert. I immediately joined. It was like a Tuesday. Um, that day, maybe the next day, Dad messages me asking if I want a PTT. So I was yeah. a, a very high C. Um, I just raced on Wednesday. Very, very high. Very high. I just raced on Wednesday. 
and didn't understand the whole Swiss power upgrades. Like, hadn't gotten into that at all. And so, I ended up riding with two. So it was actually all three of you. That's and right. Kelso and Truesdale. Sully. Sully. Yeah, I think yep. so. Truesdale and somebody. I'm not sure who the eighth was. Was Hannah on that one? It wasn't Hannah. No. It wasn't? No, it wasn't. I think I was the fill-in for Hannah. It was It was the jungle. It was right? the jungle. The yeah. jungle. So it was a oh, bike swap. Yes. And I was like, oh. Oh, man. So I practiced <laughs> we my We may bike have been riding down before. one. It's possible. I don't think so. I think <laughs> I there was remember. another person. I remember Kelso. Uh, we lost the new guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still remember that too. So, yeah. So, so I ended up getting dropped. Um, and me not knowing anything about upgrades, like, felt bad and felt like everyone's going to think I was just a terrible rider and not want to race with me anymore. So I still just hammered the rest of the race after I got dropped. And ended up <laughs> upgrading to D because I didn't just like, sit up and easy pedal. Yeah. yeah. So I remember so that. that was my introduction. You were, to you were all pumped to ride C for ZRL. And then, yeah. surprise, you're a low B now. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, if so I remember I got to ride ZRL B. did not last very long. Yeah, correct. Um, so that was August, end of August, and I upgraded to A in November. Yeah. So it was it was two ZRL seasons, or maybe it was just one. It was one ZRL season I raced as a B, and so I um, when I started out, I was just getting dropped immediately. Um, in in the races, and then by the last race of the season, I ended up getting sixth place. That was on the uh, three loop of McCurry Islands with the with the gravel climb. So I, yeah, I basically went from back of the pack to front of the pack. B, it was B two um, in a single TRL season, and then upgraded before the next and yeah now I get dropped by the A. So it's great. <laughs> now I get dropped by a different letter. <laughs> That's how I feel too, don't worry. Sounds right. That is the fast track right there. Jeez. I didn't realize you had beta swift. Yeah, that's I mean probably like old school. Like two or three rides. So I was training for Ironman Maryland, um, and so I was doing all my, I was living in Boston, so all my weekly rides were on the trainer, and I was just doing like three hour-long trainer road workouts, and then probably on Flow Twitch, which is a triathlon website yeah. platform, you know, I saw stuff about Zwift, so I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool, let me check this out, but... You know, at that point, they just didn't, there were no races, there were no workouts. It was just you 
on your trainer. I don't even know if smart trainers were out then, but I mean, I still had a dumb trainer. trainer. So it was just something to look at other than your wall or TV. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, this is dumb. Let me just do my workout and I'll watch whatever I want to watch on Netflix. And yeah, yeah, I just didn't find any interest in it because it just, it was so different than what it was today. Now you can watch a podcast while you ride <laughs> virtually with people well, that have, in virtual life, real life. Well, I have a chat up on my phone and chatting and with watch the people West I'm riding with, talking with different people. I noticed you threw in the Westworld there. Oh, man, I've been on a Westworld kick. Yeah. Because oh. every time every time someone's like, hey, Dodd, do you want to do this race? He's like, I could watch Westworld instead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I went through three seasons in like, I don't know, two weeks. Okay. That's pretty good. Two hours a day. Is that why I haven't seen you around? That's probably why. <laughs> pretty much. Dolores has me. She's got me gripped. Won't say where for PG rating. <laughs> you could guess. <clears throat> anyway, back to Craig. Speaking of... Um, so Craig's been crushing, crushing the tries for a while now, right? There's a marathon, one triathlon, a tethered duathlon. Yeah, so. I just figured the triathlon was seems to be the theme for Eat Dirt right now. So I just wanted to, you know, at least touch base on that. Everybody's doing a try. Yeah, so I, I come. I mean. My endurance sports background, I guess, would be triathlon. Um, I don't know. I have a, a long history. I swam when I was younger through middle school, like elementary school, middle school. Um, and then when I graduated from college, I wanted to do some triathlons. So started doing some triathlons, did a couple half Ironmans, two Ironmans. Bunch of sprints, um, and then tried to qualify for Boston. Wanted to qualify for Boston Marathon, so which you did. Mostly just running, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so my first my first shot was in 2017, but I didn't train the way that I should for the way that I know that to train now. Um, I was young and stupid at 27. And you didn't um, have Steve for your run coach? He was not my run coach. Why does everybody think that? I well, he's run coach Steve. He has Steve. a channel. He's the only uh, person I know that runs. <laughs> you know me. And, yeah, and Drew, right. Drew's a runner now. You, you don't run, you fly on your feet. Um, well, according to Steve, it's just it's just a jog. Anything slower than like a five minute mile is a jog. <laughs> I'm like speed walking then. Just saying. <laughs> um, Olympic speed walking. Yeah. So feet on the ground. <laughs> so with COVID, you know, I started running again, and was like, all right, well, let's do Boston. And I have a local here, marathon here near me. He ran with COVID. And qualified for Boston. Breaking news. I, I did. I did not 
uh, changed my training when I when the whole family did have COVID. So that was after my marathon. <laughs> um, so yeah, I put together an 18 week training plan leading into this local marathon that's at or my local high school starts and ends at my local high school mile and a half from my house so it's on a a rails to trail bike rail or bike trail that i run on pretty much every day so i like i know the course i know every little incline decline um yeah that was march end of march um and my initial goal was 255 which for Boston qualifying my age group is 305, um, which is about seven minute miles. Um, and then, but the way that Boston works, you know, once you qualify, if you get a qualifying time, it doesn't necessarily mean that you get to race. You need to, like depending on the number of people that sign up, they put a cutoff time that's like qualifying time minus X minutes until they hit the field. So it's normally like less than five minutes. So really to like be quote unquote guaranteed a spot, you want to be more than five minutes under your qualifying time. Um, so First goal was 255, but as I started running and doing some of my marathon pace runs, I was putting them in much faster than I should have been and what I needed to. So I dropped the goal down to 250, which is 630 miles. Um, Everything was going good. <laughs> no big deal. Which yeah, trim five five uh, minutes off my goal time. No big I, deal. Uh, I love that Drew's here because I I don't run, and you're like that's a seven minute mile. And he's like that's fast. I'm like okay okay good okay, because I thought it was fast too. And then you're like six thirty. <laughs> like, yeah okay keep going. Six <laughs> crazy. Um, so like four weeks out from the marathon. I started to get some pretty severe knee pain. And up until that point, I had maybe missed two days out of my 18-week training block. Um, so I had, like, hit everything I needed to. I hadn't missed any key workouts. I had hit all the key workouts. So, like, everything was on track. Like, I felt great. Now, nowhere, I got this knee pain. And like it kind of crushed me. I was like kind of depressed. My wife was like, "You need you need to do something because you're miserable." I had just put in all this time, <laughs> and I was worried I wasn't going to be able to even run. And even if I could run, I didn't think there was any way that I was going to be able to like do what I wanted to and what I set out to do. And I've done marathons, so like, you know, finishing a marathon in three and a half hours, like, 
is not a accomplishment for me. For you. Because yeah. the goal is for Boston. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, what's the point of going out and, you know, running 26 miles at not your You've full already potential? Done it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Greg. 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 Um, Greg. So, yeah, actually, uh, one of the guys on, on ZRLA who was new is actually a track and, a collegiate track and field coach. And it wasn't Steve. He was like, you should try. No, uh, Brian Fuller. Oh yeah. Um, so he was like, you should try deep water running. Um, and I was oh, like, hold on. you can't breathe really... under deep underwater. So how's, how's that going to work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had, Scuba? you know, I had thought like water running. So, you know, you're in three or four feet of water, you know, up to like chest Just area, high. and you're basically running underwater. That's not what deep water running is. Deep water running is you buy one of the, you get one of the little flotation belts that you see the old water aerobics ladies in. So it's a, they're all blue. It basically goes around your waist and you get in water that you can't touch and you're supposed to do a, a normal running motion pumping your legs. resistance but yeah but you're not pushing off anything except water so you're basically running in like 10 feet of water craig i, I don't mean to discredit fuller but i'm pretty sure that's just swimming or treading water oh, yeah, one of the two water. Except, except, except. No, so. <laughs> yeah, so that's the whole thing. So treading water, you have side to side movement of your legs. Whereas yeah. here, you're supposed to actually just have running motion. So the legs are just going up and down. Like pistons. Um, that's wild. Jeez. And it helps. Cool. So, so I did that for like two weeks. So I took like. 10 days off of running completely. It was just biking and also swimming. Actual swimming. Yeah. And then, I, you know, he gave me this advice. So I was like, well, let's try it. So yeah, I did that for like two weeks. But then still just didn't feel like I was going to be able to to run. So one day, my wife, the night before, had said something to me about me being depressed and I need to figure something out. So the next day, I was like, fuck it. Oh, sorry. No, you're I fine. was like, duck it. And, uh, <laughs> duck it, Miller. <laughs> and uh, just went for a run. And I ended up, I'd been uh, using KT tape, kinesiology tape on my knee. Yeah. And so I taped it up, went for a run, had a little bit of pain, but it was manageable. And was like, all right, let's do this. So I basically went back into training for like 10 days before taper. 
Uh, I'm getting dropped in my ride. Um, <laughs> so I went to talk and keep up, isn't it? So I had like 10 days. I just wasn't paying attention. A little <laughs> climb out of the desert. Yeah. So now I'm sprinting be, on the be downhill. more fitting if it were the jungle. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, then papered. Race day came. I, uh, super small race. Maybe 200 people in the full marathon. Um, and so I, uh, I have some kids up here. Um, sorry. I'm You're fine. For the underwater running, how do I mean? Like, would your heart rate get up or any? I mean, kind of like we were saying, like there's no resistance. Yeah. Well, there's, Other than just like flailing your arm, flailing your legs. Yeah, that would get your heart rate going. But, yeah, I guess. It's just kind of the water. Yeah. I was say, did you, did you run underwater with like paddles or? No, no. So it's just the only thing you have is that little flotation belt. But it's not like huh. a life jacket. That'll like right. float to the top, so it just kind of keeps me at like a a level that I can sustain and not like have to keep myself afloat, right. like with this running motion. Now, right. do you also um, have to hold the the foam uh, barbells, dumbbells, <laughs> <laughs> uh, while you're while you're running? Only if you. Yeah. Only if you want to. Yeah. Only if you want. So it's optional. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's inclusive. Um, That's all I like that. So that Betty so, can get her, yeah, right. her swole on. <laughs> yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna mess with Betty. No. Um, Betty's buff. Buff Betty. Uh, I mean the loose the stretch maybe. That's wild. <laughs> Have we derailed your brain yet between getting dropped and our silliness? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. Um, You're a better man than I. Day. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so found the guy day, who was 200, like, 200 runners. Marathon. Marathon day. We're not the triathlon yet. So the, Sorry, the psych ward got released for the to, day. Yeah, said he wanted to. Uh, hold on. I mean, I'm talking I, about dropping. I still. I mean, I, I like Greg. You, you had mentioned like the 26 miles, like who would do that? Like, yeah, crazy people. And then to know from Drew in an earlier episode about how the original person who quote unquote ran the marathon died at the end. Like who's yeah. the first person is like, Hey, let's try and do this. The last person did it die. I bet we can not die. Them ancient Greeks. They were all oiled up and that's, naked. That's actually, it's actually a bucket list race. Right? Right. From, uh, from Athens to marathon. Yeah. Marathon. Run the actual marathon. Ah. Yeah. Well, Craig, I really um, hope you do it and don't die. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, seriously, don't die. Thanks. 
So, right, so walk us through back uh, on track. Race day. Race day. Right, so I found the guy who uh, splits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> found the guy who said he wanted to run a two fifty five. So we started out together and started out a little hot. First mile picked off at like six ten. Like, all right, we need to bring this back a little bit. Second mile, like six oh eight. Third mile, oh six oh nine. I just I think that's the opposite of every what your mile goal off. was, right? Yeah. Each mile picks off, and we keep saying we need to slow down, and we try to, and then the next mile comes, and it's just as fast. Um, slow down, and you slow down. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, what's the opposite of pineapple? <laughs> cantaloupe? I don't know. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Went, went through the half in 121, which was uh, and is my half marathon PR. So I set that in the first half of my marathon, which is not <laughs> ideal. Not what you want to do. No. <laughs> uh, Still got more to go. Sustainable. Um, yeah. yeah, so finally after like 15 miles, I was able to settle in to 630. Um, Sorry, did you say 15 miles? Yeah. After 15 miles, you decided to settle into pace. Sorry, just clarifying. Yeah, I, I finally was able to. I finally got the jitters out and was able to settle into my actual pace. Um, it just took an hour and a half. Um, and yeah, the the last part of the marathon, so like mile 20 to 21, so it's all on rails to trails. So it's all like less than 3% grade because it's old railroad tracks. So there's no real hills. There's like a couple overpasses to go over roads that are just like, you know, 50 yards, um, but nothing sustained. But mile 20 to like 21 is like a little bit of more of an incline. Um, so that one hurt pretty bad. Um, and that's when my pace really started to, to drop off. Um, they started dropping to 645, you know, 650. And then we got to, and then at like <clears throat> mile 23, you come up over a road. So you're on a bike trail. So you go over top of the, the road underneath, a little bit of an incline, and as you're coming down, then we have to make a U-turn to get off the bike trail. And making a U-turn running sucks. Um, <laughs> making a U-turn running after 23 miles is a nightmare. It hurts so bad. Um, so you had to make a U-turn there. And then you're going downhill pretty steep to the sidewalk. And then you just run like a quarter mile on the sidewalk to another U-turn and then turn around and then come back and get back on the trail. And oh so my, my, my quads were already like burning. 
at that point. And then that just like completely killed them. And yeah, the last mile or so, I was so scared that my quads were just gonna like lock up. I just wasn't gonna be able to move. I'd never been in so much pain from exercising in my life. Um, and, you know, I'm doing the mental math in my head as I see my miles getting slower. You know, I see my, my goal of 250 go out the window. So I'm doing math. All right, if I can hold seven minute miles, I can finish 251. Then the next mile comes and it's like 715. Like, all right, if I can finish under 730, I can be 252. So just like, and yeah, so, so ended up finishing in 250, 259, the sub 253 by one second. Um, got over the finish line, just collapsed. Just wanted to get off my legs. You know, at a at a large race, you can't do that. Yeah, really. You know, if you do that, they'll literally pick you up and take you to the med tent. This is just in the parking lot of my local high school. Um, and the, the volunteers at the end were a lot of like the Naval Academy track and field team. <laughs> so they just collapsed. The coach comes over, he goes, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I just can't stand right now. And he said, you need help getting up? Do you need medical? And I said, no. And I collapsed. I just want to like lay the left here side a little while. It, that's exactly what I wanted to do. So I collapsed on the left-hand side of the corral. But like my wife and kids were on the other side. So I literally like looked back, saw that nobody was coming, and just rolled across the road. <laughs> Didn't get up, just rolled. <laughs> and then probably sat there for, for 10 minutes with my my wife and kids. Um, yeah. And then, and then when I needed to get up, my wife tried to pick me up and she couldn't get me up. So then two of the Naval Academy guys came over and helped me stand up and held on to me for 15 seconds before I felt solid on my feet again. So yeah, I ended up, so my original goal was 255. Um, but yeah, grand. So the first half was a 141. The second half was a 131. So really, the last four miles or so, just really like progressively getting worse. I think mile 25. Yeah, like mile 25 and 26 were approaching eight minute miles. And Yeah, it was, but you, it hurt a but lot. You did it. That's right. You did it. So, when's Boston? Yeah. Is that in October? So Boston? No, Boston is in April. It's April. On, um, Patriot Day. I can't think of Patriot Day. Yeah, it's the day that Massachusetts became a state. So it's it's the third Monday of April. So it's always on a Monday. Um, so yeah, we'll go up and do that. I'm excited. That's, so I know we'll a, be cheering a you dream on. Of mine. 
because that's uh that's awesome really now there is one race that we specifically want to talk about that i think you're going to know exactly what i'm talking about without even saying it so recently craig did a tethered swim run yeah ttt tethered swim run with our patriarch jason stern aka sterny who we uh have you know tried to get on the, the podcast i'm gonna call him out a little bit but he was unable he's unavailable he's training as well so he's a he's a swimmer he he's training he swims swims on one i respect it man's got goals so but we also we love to get craig's take on things because craig has a unique sense of humor that matches our own not that Cerny doesn't. But we talked to Craig probably more. Uh, so, so give us a breakdown of what exactly you did with Cerny. Keep it PG. All right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. Don't you don't don't keep it PG at all. <laughs> so, so it's called swim run. Um, this whole swim run series it's very like originated in Europe um so it's very big in Europe and seemed like uh, a European the whole thing idea is, is that you yeah tie yourself to another man so you <laughs> it could be another woman oh is the co-ed team too team. oh yeah but why would and, you and all female teams no discrimination Thank goodness for um, that. Keith Miller would be proud. Yeah, so you, a, it's going to make Keith very happy. Um, so you basically, the whole idea is you have to get from the start to the finish as quickly as possible, however you want. Um, crossing certain checkpoints along the way. So it has more of like an adventure race vibe to it rather than um like a a sanction running or triathlon that that i'm used to or that he was even used to like neither of us had done anything like this before um so the so it was in portland maine um off the coast of portland maine are several small islands um and you basically island hop swimming between the islands and then running around them and then swimming to the next island just going from island to island multiple times which like um, in its own kind of like concept actually kind of sounds kind of fun like that sounds like a fun thing to do but then yeah. you realize you have to race it and <laughs> suddenly it becomes less fun <laughs> like that would sound fun in hawaii but the, the ocean yeah. swim between islands in hawaii would be Pretty difficult, I think. I don't know. Maine, this summer. Yeah, that, that's, that's a little harder. Yeah. Something to aim for, Craig. Um, <laughs> so, like, pretty much the only rule is, is that anything you start with, you have to finish with. Um, so there were some people who had fins. So you can swim with you fins. You can run with the fins. I mean, tell you me you they put them on their hands. On. Please tell me they put them on their hands. They were so far behind us, I have no idea. <laughs> Ooh, um, humble brag. I was going to say. 
So like that. Oh, spice. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, is you know, I had never, Cerny and I had never met before. Um, so we had in never person. trained together before. In person. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, we talked about it plenty. Um, you know, we knew that our runs were about the same, and he was a little bit of a faster swimmer. So, you know, you can get draft on the swim. Like, that's the actual thing. So we figured he'd lead the swim, and I'd stay in his draft. And then we'd run and see how we felt. And the runs were also not on the road completely. So there was some trail, some pretty technical trails, um, which makes it a little more difficult. That's always. Especially for Sterney, who was running in vapor flies and not like trail shoes. <laughs> now, did we say how, how short the tether is? So the tether's three meters, 10 feet. Three meters. So, you technically, like, don't need to be tethered to each other. You're just not allowed to go, you're not, you're, you're, you have to stay with your partner. But for the swim, there's no way to, like, you know, it, you'd have to, like, you know, the person in the front would have to continually be looking back, making sure that they're not dropping their partner. Yeah. So, with a tether... You can feel the touch. You know, it's clipped to a belt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Sterney felt you tugging wild. on him. Yeah, Sterney felt saying. my tug. He felt your tug. Okay. Um, yeah. It was... <laughs> the swims were, were tough. Um, so, you, you swim in your shoes. So, you, so, most people use a pool buoy. You swim in your shoes? I see that face. Because you've got to... Oh, yeah. goodness. I mean, you have to take everything with you. So Sterney ruined a pair of vapor flies, I mean, what you're saying? I mean, I don't know I'm if they're ruined. Too. Like, why would they be ruined? Well, they're, it's salt water, right? I mean, that's disgusting. Fish poop in that. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Fun fact. I mean, what, what do you... Fish poop in water. And pee in it, too. It's the same... One of the same. I mean, do you ruin your bathing suit when you go in the ocean? Absolutely. I burn it immediately. I mean, if you can call a Speedo a swimsuit. Take that in, fellas. I have plenty. Um, Boy. So, so whose idea was it, Craig? Was it you or, or Cerny's idea to do this? No, so this is Cerny. Um so I guess he had, yeah, if I remember correctly, Sterney was looking for somebody who could yeah, keep he up was with shopping him. for yeah people who could swim and run. Which I have to say, yeah, the picture so he you initially posted, reached out to you and Sterney are fairly well matched in physicality. I did not put that together. Yeah, separately. He's, he's lighter than I am. We're about the same height. Yeah, um, he's about ten pounds lighter than I am. Um, which by seeing him is mostly just. Like upper body mass that I have from my my lifting days. Um, not that I'm I'm huge at all, but I, I definitely I see still those have those more muscle mass. Is that Truesdale on the show? Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, so we originally thought this was going to be about a three-hour race based on times from last year. So they have two different courses. They have a short course and a long course. And Cerny had looked up results when we were signing up and was saying like three hours for the short course or like six to seven hours for the long course. So we're like, all right, well, let's do the short course because we have no idea what we're getting into. Yeah. Um, well, every year they change the course. So this year was shorter. So it ended up only being two hours. And the long course was only four hours. And also all the, I don't want to say all the um, it seemed like most of the more competitive people were doing long course. But the short course <laughs> people weren't exactly yeah. um, recreational tethered athletes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there I is mean, such a thing. <laughs> you know, I, people who would finish races middle of the pack. And, yeah. you know, might be doing races just to finish them or to beat their time from last year. Whereas Sterney and I want to win and, like, place well and go fast. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, like, sized up the competition on the morning of, we are like, on the ferry. And, yeah. So, the race day starts, so we take a ferry. Um, out to like the starting island. Um, and then we're all lined up and we have like a mile run. And so we do the run. It was like a mile and a half. Yeah, because the first swim, because it was low tide. And so where we were supposed to have our first swim between two islands was actually just a sandbar. So we didn't actually do our first swim. We just ran across it. Um, and yeah, then so run, swim, end of the first, so the swim was tough. We didn't, we had no idea what to expect. So we, we get tethered together and jump in the water off a dock and everything was going okay until you know, so Sterney's in front and I'm swimming directly behind him. And I have a, a green string that goes from my waist to his waist. Well, any time the string would come off center, or I would swim off center, or he would swim off center, I'd catch it with my arm. And then it would get oh, like no. hot, like over my shoulder. So I'd have to try and like, as I'm swimming, get this thing like, readjusted that was so there was a lot of tugging on Cerny when that was happening like every stroke <laughs> I just kind of gave him a good tug um yeah did you, and, ever, uh, did you ever reach back and tug back to try to straighten it out <laughs> no it's a, you have no, to you have he, to go, he he had to go around it because it was it was in his arm Frank so he had, to, he had to reach around it reach it back yeah. Yeah. Sterney never reached back. Well, let's go. To, okay. To tug on. Yeah. I did have a question no, about the jumping was, in off the dock. Did you guys hold hands? 
No. Okay. <laughs> I am. I will call Cerny out on this. But because uh-huh. it was low tide, so there was, it was like a 20 foot dock jump. And Cerny, or you could like walk down to like the like floating docks that they had that changed with the tide. Yeah. And Cerny didn't want to do the, the, the big dock jump. So <laughs> he was out. Um, in a low tide, that probably makes but, sense. I mean, you don't know where the, well, I mean, the, the water or the ocean is. Was like super deep. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we're in the ocean. It's not like. I, I mean, it's super deep. But <laughs> you're not in the. <laughs> you're, you're in the ocean. Mississippi River. There are other oceans that have very large sandbars. I could think of yeah, Caribbean, sure. Gulf Our coasts. Yeah. Large. Yeah, you can see the bottom there, though. Here it's just, sure. you know, groundwater. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we did that multiple times. The, the first time we got out of the water, the, the bottom was, like, super nasty. Cerny lost his shoes in it, like, three times. Ugh. Like, literally pulled his foot out of his shoe and yeah, had to, like, ruined. reach down and pull his shoe out of the muck. Root. <laughs> um but no, it was good. I mean, we expected it to be longer. So we got lost That's twice. Which... Not lost. Sorry. <laughs> we, uh, what were the, the total distances then? Like how much, how far did you ultimately so, run? How far did you ultimately swim? Yes. Yeah. So the total distance was ten and a half miles, uh, eight and a half miles running, two miles swimming. Oh. Um, so that's terrible, I guess. There, there Did you was, ever hit your, your stride? You. Only eight miles? I mean, that's you're probably still in the jitters at that point, right? Well, oh, it's interrupted by swims. Yeah, I never settled yeah. into my like 630 pace. I was still in the like 610 pace the whole time. What, uh, <laughs> what was the longest swim? Because it was like four or five swims, right? Uh, like 800, eight, eight, 800 meters. So Ooh, like half right. a mile. Yeah, yeah. They were they were all between like I think the shortest was like 550 meters, and the longest was like 800 or 850. So they were all pretty short, um, not super long. But I will tell you, so the the aid stations are all like basically just like water coolers that like they don't hand out cups the way that or bottles the way that they do at normal races. And they give you a collapsible silicone cup, like a little bit between like a, a bathroom size cup and like a solo cup. So it's not like very big, but so like you can carry cup. everything with you. Yeah, probably. And you have no pockets. Um, and so, no, we have pockets in our suits. And we had a pocket on our belt. Just ruined it for me. <laughs> um, Jeez. So we also have our prison pocket. Yeah, prison so, wallet. I like multiple pockets. Yeah. <laughs> um. Up should not be. So we we roll up to the first first station, and it's basically just like a, a six foot folding table with two Gatorade jugs on it, one full of like basically noon 
the other one with water. And then they had gels, something like bananas sitting on the table. And the lady who was standing there said, this, you know, this one's got electrolytes, this one's water. You guys want any gels? Let me know, I can put it anywhere you want. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh my gosh. Don't threaten so, me with a good time. <laughs> at, so this is she referring like to the a bananas. 55 or 60 year old woman. <laughs> and <laughs> so we get, you know, we get what we want. And, you know, we run 10 seconds after we leave and we're out of earshot. I was like, man, I wanted to say that's what she said so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Never, never censor yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was good. I kept getting tangled in each other on the swim. Um, you know, you guys were in like, like, like course right? Mark. Yeah, so they make um, specific swim run wetsuits. So they're not as thick as like a triathlon wetsuit. Not as point. And they're just shorty. So they're, um, you know, just knees and then arms. So not full sleeves, not full legs. Um, right. And yeah, so the, the course was just marked with like pink little like ribbon tape and so we missed one turn the guy behind us yelled at us and told us that we missed the turn so we came back and did that that we didn't lose too much time there but then the other time we probably lost like two or three minutes we like came out of the water and like ran around to a beach and I saw the pink markers. I saw like two pink markers along the side of the beach. Well, so what I did is I ran, like saw those and I was leading. So I ran down to the more wet sand. So it wasn't as soft, easier to run in. Yeah. Right. Well, then we run and then I'm like, I don't, I don't see any pink, no pink markers. So, well, we didn't realize that we were on like a part of an island that was like 50 yards wide with just like a grassy berm in the middle that we couldn't see across. <laughs> um, and we were just supposed to be on the other side of this grassy berm that we could have just like <laughs> ran through. Um, instead, we like backtracked and like came all the way back around. Um, but yeah, we finished in just under two hours. Came in first place for the the short course tethered because you can do the short course solo as well, which is obviously easier because you don't have to worry about another person. Sure. So like every time getting in and out of the water, we gotta make sure we're tethered, make sure the other person's okay. Um, you know, we also expected it to be longer. So we weren't pushing the run as hard as we could have. Um, so yeah, we like, once we finished, both of us were very unsatisfied. <laughs> we really just wanted it to last a little bit longer. 
Yeah. And, uh-huh. You know, it just, always, always do. Just yeah. finished way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just want you to know, I do take a little bit of time to think of creative titles for these, and you have totally made it already. <laughs> it's uh, tugs, fairies, and feeling unsatisfied. Yeah. <laughs> well, should, uh, should tell the story of what what Sterney told the waitress at dinner the night before the race. Not even dinner. So, you know, night before, you know, day before a race, you don't want to like sit out in the sun and like sit outside. You know, we didn't want to like go to a bar and like drink beers. So we're basically just like sitting in a lounge area of the hotel right next to the bar. It isn't even open yet. And so the, the bartender is like setting up and, you know, it's probably four o'clock and, you know, we're talking about what we want to do for dinner. And so Sharon's like, well, let's ask the waitress or the bartender, you know, if she knows any good recommendations. <laughs> so he goes up and is like, do you have any good recommendations for dinner? This is our first date. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, Jesus! I was like, this is not our first date. Just when you think the title well, couldn't get any then, better. Now I go back and <sighs> so now I go back and think about it, and you know, I took that to mean that we are not a couple. Yeah. We are not together in any sense of the word. Does he reach over, grab your hand. It's okay, honey. Took that to mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she took that to mean that this isn't our My first date. We've been dating a, a while. Joke on you. <laughs> yeah, we've been together much longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Tugs, fairies, awesome. first dates. Yeah, feeling unsatisfied. Was... <laughs> oh. It's awesome. gold right there. So no, I mean it was it was a blast. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we've, yeah, the thing is, is there's not a lot of these races in the U.S. Right. And they're pretty, like, spread out. There's probably, like, 10 total in the U.S. Wow. every year. Right. Um, so we'd like to do another one, but we just don't know, you know, with both of our other race schedules. Um, it's tough. Also, because there's not very many, it means you got to, like, travel to it, which... Is added expense and you know added you know burden on the the wife to take the kids and stuff like that. So. Right. Yeah. Are there others on the east um, coast at least? Yeah. Okay. So, so what the yeah? There's actually next one on in the... Maryland. Oh yeah. Um, but that That's one's in that one's in May, so we missed that. Um, but maybe next year. There's one in North Carolina. <clears throat> but yeah, that's the other place. I those are more say, like small local ones. You uh, you could proposition another team to challenge you. I'm thinking if it's North Carolina, I'm thinking uh, Truesdale and Jeremy would be Jeremy. a good pair. Yeah. They're pretty evenly matched. 
unless you ask Jeremy, in which case he's won twice and Truesdale's lost twice. That's fine. Sorry, Trues. <laughs> last last I heard, Jeremy hates running now. So. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the club. And, and I think he, wants he already to, he wants to know running, how to so. get faster. I have to ask, is Sterney as learn how to get faster on a 10 mile? Yeah. Is Sterney <laughs> as motivational in real life as he is on Zwift? Like does he tap you on the shoulder and be like, come on, buddy, you can do it? Um, no. No, there was none of that. Yeah, they always um, say never meet your heroes. <laughs> I understand. <sighs> <laughs> no, I mean the the truth is is you know we were pretty evenly matched on the run. I was a little more comfortable on like so on the like flat trails, um, and you know road running. We were pretty much just running side by side, and then when we got to the more technical stuff, I was a little more comfortable. So I would take the lead and just kind of you know keep an ear out. To make sure you take over the power of the couple. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you felt his tug, is what you're saying? Um, No, unfortunately, (laughs) we weren't tethered during the run. Well, so I did feel his tug at the beginning. We did. So we came out of the first swim, and it was just road, and so it was just easier to stay tethered. And I just like gathered up the, the rope and was just holding it in my hand. And then we went to like a single track trail. So then he's behind me. And I was like, this is just dangerous. So I did yeah. feel a couple <laughs> a couple pumps there. But then it was like, we're gonna trip over this tether and just like Tether be gone. Um Yeah. I did So I did. no, I mean well, you know, during the, the run, we can just like pretty much feed off of each other and just like, you know, pace, pace. and yeah. It wasn't really a lot of talking. Um, Focus so. determination. That's surprising it's me. Tough. Did you, I'm sure you did, so I'm curious. Uh, after calculating out if you had held pace and done the full course, would you have won that? In the like what um, might have been category? It would have been close. So the, the full was like, 17 and a half miles running and a four mile swimming. Okay. So it was just about double. And yeah, the winners, we, our chip time read 206, but we were supposed to start at 830. And the chip just started, like everyone's chip just like started recording at 830, but we didn't start until 840. So like on the results page, like our chip time says 206. But in reality, we were 156. Yeah. Um, and the winners of the long course were like just that four hours. Oh. So Jeez. we definitely would have been competitive. Very for sure, You know, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, again, we had no idea what we were getting into. Right. So it was. But it was definitely fun. I'd definitely do another one. That's awesome. So you're so, down for a second date with Cerny is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we already know you gave yeah. it up on the first one because the tugging and whatnot. But uh, 
I can only imagine. Maybe maybe we can be satisfied after yeah, the second one. I would I would only find, hope so. Find yeah. that satisfaction. That's right. <laughs> I did use so what the a song just popped next in my on head, the... and it's not Rolling Stones. I'll explain later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Benny Benassi. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. It's a robotic voice. Get oh my, my satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> I'll post a link. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. What is next on the, the, the oh. Craig Sturgeon calendar over here? Because with your performance, oh, yeah. actually, one thing that we haven't even touched on, uh, definitely run out of time, is Chattanooga. We're going to have to make a part two, were, I yeah. think. So, you were part oh, of the Eat Dirt contingent in Chattanooga, 70.3. Yeah. So, had the rest that was of the last one. Short version is. Yeah. <laughs> They said you yeah. like yelled at them the whole time and <laughs> said they were slow. You're like, you can't catch this. No, that's not true. No, I know. We're all like, well, I might have said that they were going to lose, but um, <laughs> no, short, short version of that is, is yeah, I did really well. Ended up sixth in our, my age group, um, qualified for world championships. So that's and when is that? the next race on my. So that's October 29th. Hmm. So that's what all my trading is going to right now. Um, that's awesome. I'm going to have, I go to Ireland for two weeks in about two weeks. So like oh. the second half of August, I'm, I'm in Ireland. Um, so I'm hoping I can maintain fitness while I'm there. Be mostly running. I did. I did rent a bike for uh, like three days. Okay. Um, so I'll do a little bit of riding. Um, do you have? Yeah, a I think I have a trainer for you. Trying to. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll ask them if they. Yeah, I'm they really surprised. They've got to rent those, right? Trainers. I've said missed missed business opportunities Absolutely. like a Zwift Cafe or a Zwift Arcade. There was a, like a took a Swift uh, survey recently, and they were like, "What do you think the biggest barrier to entry is?" And I was like, "It's very trainer. expensive to get a smart trainer. Yeah, <laughs> figure yep. out a way to loan those or rent those to people so that they can get hooked." Right. Have Wahoo. I mean, no, Saris is sitting on like five thousand H threes. <laughs> just be like, yeah, you can rent it for a month for fifty bucks. Or just have a right. subscription plan that just charges them monthly. Well, you got guaranteed income beyond yeah. the cost of the device. Sure. Oh, yep. man. TM, TM. Well, That's not right. even that. Like, I mean, like like Drew said, if you could like rent one from a local bike shop. Yeah. I mean, yep. or even, you know, have like a Zwift Cafe, what, you like bring your bike and just like hook up to a trainer? Yep. Yeah, we're just a wall of I'm seeing an investment opportunity. May have to go to my LBS. Yeah. Be like, listen, I'll fork the capital for the first two, but I want twenty five percent of all royalties. <laughs> like five. I mean, you basically just make a spin studio, yeah, right. with with kicker bikes instead of spin bikes, right? Yeah, like the old, old copy trainer studios. And yep. Yeah, and, and we, you can just hook up like an iPad. 
is right. Yeah. I mean, that they have like little iPad holders on them. Oh yeah. Yep. They so just like hook the iPad up. Well, I mean, they one. don't come with that. You got to pay extra for that. I mean, they're they're not going to include that in a three thousand dollar bike. Well, come on. Yeah, yeah. Byo iPad. Byod. That's device for those. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I I've drafted that policy three times. Byod. Byod. Yeah. People want to have have the have their employer pay their cell phone plan whether they have to give an exchange but i have something more important to share in swift right now uh everybody just finished some ride so let's see sterney cc and egan are talking about sterney's swim in the hudson and yeah. sterney, sterney just said it was lonely wasn't tethered to anyone say <laughs> First dates, first impressions. He's looking back to that second date. Lonely tethers. There's love in the air. Who, who are you riding with? Uh, Coco. Which, which bot? Coco, but I don't know. I, I, could, I didn't think he was. I don't think they're with Coco. I think they're just in the world. Yeah. Free riding. Yeah. Well, Egan, Egan was in the, the dirt endurance ride with me. But Cerny and CC were not. Well, at least they weren't when I got dropped. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, that's a, a good way to know that Craig is in better shape, obviously, than you're on the dirt and endurance ride I'm riding with Dan Draft. All right, so other than the update on the real world sterny longing, mm -hmm. what do you got for us, Greg? Yeah. Um, we shall return. It's, I'll admit, uh, it's been weird with the lull, uh, having a couple weeks off. Tour de France kind of distracted everyone. But let's come on back to Trek Travails. Um, it's, as you know, long-term coverage of uh, Kyle not getting his bike while yep. other people do get bikes. How many days are we on now? 17? 17 to go. Yeah. Uh, but at least getting in 17 days. 17. Recently added to the uh, people getting stuff before Kyle. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't know the, the proper first name, but a recent team member who's waiting on his trainer, but it looks like he's going to get it. Uh, came over, moved yeah. to Adrian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adrian. Moved to New York from Draco. England. No, they were A8. No, A8. Oh, yeah. sorry. A8. Yep. Sorry, Adrian. everybody. So he uh, who's a uh, Highlands Grand Fondo member. Yeah. He's getting. I mean, he doesn't have his trainer yet, but he is getting at least regular updates that are not him reaching out and receiving no reply. <laughs> uh, in other recent news on Trek Travails, uh, Dan Gassert once again <laughs> is teasing buying at least three new bikes, which are all in stock for him. And I think he even said that there was a, a medium speed concept in stock if he wanted to just buy it and throw it in the trash. <laughs> but because Dan Gassert rides like a 65 centimeter frame yes. or something ridiculous. Dan, yeah. 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 Is Dan massive. is a very tall Big man. Frame. The head tubes, I'm, I always, I'm always like, the bike looks proportional. And then I look at the head tube and it's like three feet long. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Dan would. Proportional for Andre. 
So, but but in addition to you know, all the bikes the that bottle. you can just buy straight, there's a speed concept sitting, doing nothing where he is. So, which is to say nothing about the fact that Brasta also got a new bike. Yeah. In oh the yeah. Span of time. You're right because we missed a couple weeks. Research, purchased, and received delivery of a new bike within the time frame that Trek has told Kyle 17 days. Well, and you'll recall from prior editions. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Alan's gotten two bikes. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Alan may have gotten two new bikes. Prior editions of Trek Travails, <laughs> Alan has at least two bikes since then. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Alan has received and contemplating getting rid of at least one bike. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. Just a quick update. I, Still waiting. To, to follow up on that. Yeah. Since, uh, since Trek is letting uh, Kyle down, um, I'm being kind enough. He's actually going to be able to borrow my speed concept when I'm in Ireland Ooh. for his time trial. Wow. So. Will it fit him? Yeah. He's like maybe an inch taller than I am. Okay. He's how much taller? Wow. An inch. So, like an inch? Listen. Video angles, compression. Correct. Correct. It throws off your I have, judgment. I have, I have no way of understanding how tall anyone is. No. Yeah. Like, I would have guessed that Kyle is maybe my height, which is like 5'10, 5'11, right? But no, he's like, no, I'm like six foot one. He's six foot. I'm, I'm, yeah. Six foot? Yeah, I'm like 5'11. Okay. Well, good. Because, yeah. you know, Truesdale used to think I was like six foot two or something. Something ridiculous. And I'm like, now I'm five ten. He's like, oh, really? I could see the disappointment <laughs> in his face. You know, I'm used to that look of disappointment. But <laughs> coming from someone that I, you know, appreciate dearly, right. you know, it's just it's, it's hurtful. Yeah, that's sorry. It is, it is always interesting. Oh, <laughs> Me, meeting people. That that you just video chat with, and, you makeup. know, you know their face and like and their build, but then you have no idea how tall they are. Yep. Right. So like, you just know how much they weigh, you know, when, and how many watts they put out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I actually I don't want to stop saying this in any sort of mean way, but I didn't realize Jeremy was as short as he was. Yeah. I mean, he's probably. Five eight, five nine. Yeah. And I just, you know, like you said, you don't realize that on video. Yeah. And then you, you know, I met him in person, and yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember that was one of the, because Jeremy was one of the earliest, like back in the days when we had two teams, two squads, and I remember that came up or something. He's like. Nah, dude, I'm short. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's the it's the Wolverine, comic book Wolverine, you know, stocky yeah. but strong. Puck. Puck. <laughs> so, so uh, speaking of Marvel, Drew let us know the other day he finally watched Black Panther. I did. I got back on the uh, the MCU train. All right. What'd you think? <laughs> it was good. I, I liked it. It was another one of those that 
have been severely ruined with spoilers to my students. Um, it was interesting. Like I told you guys, it, it walked a very fine line of social commentary. It was, you know, it was a, could have been a very, I guess, I mean, I don't want to say racially different movie, but there's some undertones that could have gone either way, and they played it really, really well. Um, interested to see how they they deal with Chadwick Boseman's death. But so I guess they timely that, that you watched the new trailer. They did uh, release trailer. a new trailer for the second movie this week at Comic Con. Did they really? Man, yeah, I just have a knack for this stuff, huh? Yeah, it's very timing. <laughs> it's good timing. Because uh, I guess what are they, they're saying T'Challa died. Well, so we don't know, but the, if you watch the trailer, I don't want to spoil it yeah. for you, but there's a lot of like celebration of life at the beginning and right. like Tribute. sentimentality. That's and then cool. it kind of pops into some of the action stuff, you know? Yeah, that's very cool. Because well, so, he's what? Black Panther's in what? Two of the other? He's in yeah. how many of the Avengers? Two? Uh, or two. Three. He was in three Civil War. other movies than yeah, oh. just Black Panther. Yeah, because he was in Civil War and he's in both of the, both of the yep. Endgame and Infinity. Yeah, Infinity War. Thank Infinity you. Infinity War. So yeah, interesting. And a very important character in comics and yeah, I mean it was yeah. it was a big move as far as I think that started the uh, the push for. Yeah, I don't want to use the word inclusivity for Marvel, but definitely representation of other culture and, you know, the sensitivity to it. I know they recently did like Miss Marvel. Did you ever watch that, Greg? I'm I'm still still on the fence. 1.2 episodes in. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it. It's not my top priority. Sure. I think they did that very well coming from a non- uh, you know, Indian subcontinent individual. So I, I know my place, <laughs> but I think it was yep. done well. No, I agree. But that was, uh, you know, it, it highlighted a lot of uh, African culture, which I thought was really cool. And, you know, did it really tastefully. But it was, you know, it was an interesting storyline. I thought that the end fight scene, so like, Marvel, right, known for their everything leads up to one big battle. Everything depends on this one battle. I thought that the end <laughs> fight scene was a little, I don't want to say short, but it's kind of like, okay, now we're going to fight. Okay, and now that, release the rhinos. Well, and that was one of the, and then, uh, one of the like critical claims of that movie was like the fight between Black Panther and uh, Killmonger was like, yeah. It wasn't really easy to track. There's a lot of CG. Yeah. And the lighting's very weird. dark. Yeah. Yeah. They're down in a subway tunnel, effectively. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well. But, yeah, I mean, it's strange. As far as like non, uh, you know, I'll say cornerstone movies of the MCU, it had one of the better villains, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you I know, think his motives were was great. realistic. and He did a great job. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, it's funny because Marvel has a way of being not necessarily predictable, but definitely when something happens, you're like, okay, yeah, that tracks. That makes sense. Sure. Then when well, it's, Killmonger I mean, ends up being the kid that was outside, yeah, playing basketball. Well, it's uh, like, sixty plus years of 
or like what 75 years now of like right. tropes from storytelling sure right yeah you know. <laughs> so you're gonna have that so yeah when his real identity was linked to the story i was like "Ooh, that's a good one didn't see that one coming yeah now, you know, there was rumors early on that they were going to bring Michael B. Jordan back, spoilers, spoilers, yeah. uh, to yeah. play Black Panther. Because like yeah, now we're in the multiverse, you know. Part of the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think he would do a great job. Sure. You know. I mean, he's already been, what, Johnny Storm in a Fantastic Four movie. Hey. Yep. That's uh, Johnny Storm is a great path to success in future Marvel films. If you're Chris yeah. Evans. Yeah. Yeah. All the roadmap. That's right. It's, it's weird because <laughs> now all that's going to be in one. So, okay. Big Marvel news. As I said, yeah. San Diego Comic-Con was this week. Marvel announced movies and projects out to phase six. Phase six. Yeah. To be fair, they announced one thing at the beginning and two things at the end of phase six. But still, <laughs> phase six. Yeah, I think I'm most excited. I don't know, the lineup is long and I won't bore anybody who doesn't like Marvel with it, but I'm most excited for the, the Daredevil. The 18 episode Daredevil run. Uh, the reboot? Yeah, but they're going to use the same guy. Yeah. He was so good. That was, yeah. I still, that, the, the first season especially, that's some so of the good. best storytelling and cinematography too i mean for like action stuff good 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 good. it's good good charlie cox was good yeah everyone was i gotta i gotta watch that now well the chick from uh true blood yeah yes deborah what's her name yeah what's her face Mm -hmm. that's what we call him in our house oh what's her face (laughs) yeah or what's his meat you know that one Unfamiliar with that one, but no, you never heard that one. <laughs> Unfamiliar. No, that might be a Dodd household thing. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> and then next, I have uh, Doctor Strange. I think is the next one. Oh on yeah. So they're just going through and introducing the rest of the cast. Or I guess it's Infinity. Uh, yeah, Infinity War, which will be the next kind of big, big cast movie. Oh. Again, I've yeah, said this Civil before. But, Did uh, you already do Civil War? Yeah, he watched Civil yeah. War. Yeah, watch that one. I, that uh, good. I envy your naivete going into Infinity <laughs> War. I wish I could go back to that time in my life before I knew all that I know now. <laughs> That's the problem. Is I probably know, maybe not as much as you, but I know the, the gist of what you know. Yeah. I'm a teacher in the inner city where the kids get joy out of ruining it for me. <laughs> So, Mister, did you know that? Blah, blah, blah. Well, at some point, they're going to get so far ahead do now? that you're not going to remember what they told you. Correct. Right. You're well, going to see it. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Especially the crazy twists. Yeah. yeah Which man, there are some Infinity coming. War. Unfortunately, the storyline is kind of burnt in there. You know. Yeah. Kind of a mean storyline. But we'll see. See what happens. Well, fantastic. Not Fantastic Fame Four, fantastic. but Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited to see what they're going to do with that. I'm not a huge Fantastic Four fan. No, I never was. 
I think because if they have John we're Krasinski too, playing we're Reed Richards, though. Yeah, I mean, sure. that's the thing, right? Fantastic Four was kind of like, okay, we have these powers. These are that's amazing if you're team. in the 50s and have never seen anything else, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only very great thing to come from the Fantastic Four is Dr. Doom. Victor Vaughn. Yeah, who has been handled terribly in all terribly. cinema so far. Multiple times. Multiple talk, times. Talk about a villain with complex motivations. Yeah. And a whole country <laughs> of his own. For real. The benevolent dictator. Yeah. Oh, see? Okay, we're getting super nerdy now. <laughs> an, an alternate version of Iron Man. Right. Yeah, you're losing me. Uh, sorry, Craig. <laughs> it's also seven o'clock. I realize. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I Greg mean, and I are going to start our own podcast. Nerd, so. <laughs> yeah. The really nerdy stuff. The deep cuts. Cycling nerd. Yeah. Good. Good thing there's no. Uh, there's nobody in that space right now in podcasts. So. That's completely we'll completely virgin territory. We should really capitalize there. on that. Giant void within the podcast universe. Speaking of giant voids, uh, <laughs> no, I was kidding. I was going to segue into something and then I got side railed by my brain. I'd like to say, seriously, thank you, Craig, for joining us. Yeah. yeah. It's always a pleasure. Thanks always. for having me. Thank you, Craig. And uh, we look forward to having you on again and discussing more athletic achievements, tethered or otherwise. Uh, and good luck to you, sir. Sounds good. Yeah. For Thank the rest you. of you, Thanks for having me. It's been fun. We will see you next week, possibly. Probably. You know, it's yeah. summertime. There's a certain someone who we said we'd have on in summer who has not been on the podcast yet. Who I no. think would be an entertaining episode. I think so. Yes. We'll see. Make the, uh, stay, make the approach. Stay tuned, as they say. Don't change that dial. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Suck it, Miller.